So I says to myself, barbecue sauce on my titties. And we're back. And action. Lights, camera. Where's the talent? Right here. Ain't no talent here. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Just two dumasses. Um, welcome to another episode of Not, Not Your, Your Mother's, Mother's Book, Book Club, where I, Michaela, sit here and slip, slap, slub. And I, Dharma, sit here and smut, smack, smook. That's the one. That's the one. I'm really good at saying things. Um, it's a podcast where we read erotic literature. And if you're joining us now, welcome to season three. You're an idiot. Go back to season one, where the sound quality is pretty shit for like three episodes, but then it gets really good. <laughs> I was talking with a guy on a dating app and um, he was like, okay, I'll go listen to your podcast. And then he messages me back and he's like, so I could fix your sound quality. And I was like, unmatch <laughs> immediately no which ep- did he tell you which episodes he listened to no but i think it was probably the earlier ones and i was like the sound quality gets better i promise you and he was like yeah but it could be like so good and i was like who are you it's pretty good it's not to toot my own good. horn but it's pretty good. pretty good anyways michaela do you have a question for me yeah it's gotta be quick because the scene this week is long no it's long i already shortened it so much can we flip it and reverse it it's your thing right now we'll see we'll see okay so i saw this thing on tiktok where this guy it's on my strange addiction and he's addicted to being a baby so literally outrageous i sent the video to dharma Ruined, ruined my day. I was sitting on the streetcar, minding my own business. Michaela sends me this disgusting TikTok. Sorry. 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 I said it. I said it. She said it. She said it. He's a grown ass man. He's like in his late 30s and he's addicted to dressing up and being a baby. He built himself a high chair. He eats baby food. He wears double diapers. It's the diapers for me. He puts baby powder in the diapers. Yeah, and he's like, you know, positive thing. I can wear them for eight to ten hours straight. No. And we're like, you're sitting in your filth, babe. No. It's like a cuddle from mommy. (laughs) Excuse me? what? I get a yeast infection from wearing yoga pants for like two hours. (laughs) How are you wearing a diaper for ten hours straight sitting in your feces and piss? And there ain't nothing wrong with that dick. Like, <laughs> there's issues. Don't tell me it's not rancid. No, <laughs> she rancid. Don't tell me she not pungent. So my question for you is... <laughs> he built himself a crib. Yeah. He sleeps in a crib. Yeah. He has, like, baby <laughs> toys on his crib that make bubbles. Yeah. It's clearly a thing, like, therapy needs to happen. Something... Some wires got crossed, Yeah, sure. We're a little confused. But my question is, let's put it into sexual terms. Would you rather... Have <laughs> be in a relationship with a human where they like to be the baby or they want you to be the baby. And it has to be sexual intercourse. It's it's like a play bedroom moment where like he'll either soothe her in mouth, like pretending wee wee wah wah, like <laughs> in, you're fucking him in a diaper no. or you are that you are wee wee wah wah. <laughs> 
hi, I'm Wee Wee Wawa. <laughs> like, overall, it's just creepy because, like, you're fucking a, a baby. A child. Like, it's Literal so terrifying. But um, that's my question of the day. Controversy, um, and you're probably... We're going to get canceled. Okay, we haven't gotten canceled by now. <laughs> There's no way we're not. Like, we're... Yeah. This um, is no predatory things. It's just... It's for science. Diaper sex. Okay. The last thing I ever want to do is wipe a grown man's ass. <laughs> is that a hard line? That is a hard no for me. Oh, um, and honestly, nothing gives me more of a nick than seeing a man in a diaper. Have you ever seen a man in I a diaper? I have never seen a man in a diaper. So how do you know? Nor do I wish to. Can you not picture it in your head right now? No. The biggest ick that men give me are when they stand completely naked in front of you with their feet turned out. <laughs> and literally just from like the kneecaps and down, it makes me want to die. Die. And I don't know why, but it's the biggest ick and it's on every man. Their floppy feet <laughs> and their tiny ankles. Yeah, we were talking about this. Women have like the most... Like, I'm not a big foot person, but women, just the way that their, like, ankles are and, like, our bodies are built, it's just so beautiful and, like, dainty and just elegant and, like, it's just so pretty. It's pleasing to the eye. For some reason, when a straight man takes off their clothes and I see the same portion of their body as on a female, (laughs) it makes me want to, like, gouge my eyes out. (laughs) As she's taking off her shirt. Mm. It's because I'm uncomfortable in my own skin. I want to like peel my skin off. It makes me that uncomfortable. And it makes me laugh at them because they look like fucking Daffy Duck. Just like, bleep, bleep, bleep. Like, what are you? What are you doing? Anyways, Make yourself look more attractive. Are you going to fuck a baby or is a baby I would fuck rather you? be fucked as a baby than fuck a baby. That says a lot about you. I'm sorry, would you like to fuck a baby? Anyways, let's move on. Would you like to fuck a baby? (laughs) No, I really wouldn't because I think that men, like, that's so misogynistic. (laughs) Like, I don't want to have to take care of you further. Furthermore. If anything, swaddle me. Love me. (laughs) Put a baby rash diaper on me. On me. Like, that I, me. Service me. Wipe me. my ass. Love me. <laughs> Wipe me. Like, And then that yeah. way, if I'm the baby, I can control what he's getting. I just had a really creepy vision of them, like, taking your diaper off and being like, like, you know how the parents, like, <laughs> oh, that's a big one. <laughs> oh, that's a stinky poo <laughs> I would never shit for someone. <laughs> Okay, would you rather have to shit on someone or they shit on you? No, sexually. Michaela. It's sexually. No, Michaela, it's I'm sexually. not answering you have this to answer. question. Michaela, I'm not answering this you question. You have to answer the question. I'm not answering this question. You have to answer the question. I would, no, I refuse. Would you rather be shit on <laughs> or you shit on someone else? Michaela, I'm not answering that question. You have to answer it. No. What are you going to do if I don't answer it? Uh, quit. Okay. <laughs> Walking out. <laughs> Answer the fucking goddamn question. I'm not question. answering the fucking goddamn question. <laughs> Would you question? rather be shit on? Michaela, shit play is a hard no for me. Yeah, but this, I don't care. Respect my I boundaries. I said your boundaries? Who? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I. Yeah, you answer it. Would you rather shit on someone or them shit on you? I'd rather be shit on. Because I think that the act, I already have nervous poop. Oh, God. The fact that I would have to squat over top of someone and they would like see it come out of me. Like I, that makes me 
literally want to bury myself in a hole and never see another human being again. But, but seeing if somebody, someone... Yeah, but poop? I don't have to watch it. If they're watching you poop, you gotta watch them Yeah, but poop. I can just close my eyes. Michaela, you can't change the rules however you want. Okay, I'll watch it. That's fine. <laughs> I'll watch it. I will watch a man crouch over top of me and shit on me. I don't care. I would much rather deal with that than go through with the embarrassment of me having to shit on someone. Also, I would be so nervous. I would have to take a laxative beforehand. Jesus. Like, I would be terrified. That would be so also, messy. like, I don't want someone to shit on me. <laughs> okay, so the fuck that I brought this week. <laughs> Um, the book that I brought this week, yeah, yeah. it's one that I've had for so long. Mm. I think I've had it since the beginning of the podcast. Oh. And I've just been waiting for a time to use it because it was kind of reserved for a potential guest that we were going to have on. And then that guest never came. And so I was kind of like they didn't come. saving it. They did not come. Um, So I was saving it for them. But then I feel like guests don't exist anymore. So no. we're just going to we're going to do it. This book is called. Oh, my God. It's lesbian. <laughs> this book is called The Night Off Ooh. by Megan O'Brien. Megan. OK. Hate this cover. It's so gross. I've seen this book because it's been with us for eons. If that blue weird strip in the center wasn't there and it was just the two naked women and like a different font and not red, then this would be a nice looking cover. It would be. If it was just the ladies. And if the ladies were black and white. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so describe it to the class. Close captioning. Okay, cool. So it says the night off in this disgusting font and it's red. <laughs> Um, it's a little bit off center. And then there's like this blue see-through strip in the center, which is so confusing and maybe patriotic because it's blue and red. And then in the back, it's like these beautiful women. One's blonde. One's like kneeling with this black corset and then like looking up at this other woman and like her foot's weirdly placed on her. What are they doing? It looks like she's like taking off her, her garter or something. Yeah, they're doing something. They're doing something. Something sexual is happening. So, I, yeah. We're doing some lesbians. Lesbi honest. Lesbi honest. Love it. Um, so this is the back. Yeah. Emily Parker has a busy life over which she maintains ironclad control. Oh. Raised by drug-addicted parents, Hot. she's used to taking care of the people around her mm. to the exclusion of her own needs, but not tonight. Oh. After years of celibacy, she's ready to pay for exactly what she wants, to surrender control by having it taken away. She's going to pay. Having worked as a high-priced escort for years, oh. Nat Swain not only enjoys her job, she's damned good at it. Dangerously sexy, she knows precisely how to fulfill the fantasies of women who enjoy her special brand of make-believe all without ever becoming emotionally involved. I love how we never, you never really hear about female, like, lesbian escorts. No, you don't. That's amazing. I feel like there'd be so much respect there. <laughs> that would be, like, a great line of work to get into. It would be such a healthy environment. Totally. I would hope, well, not always, but, like, I would hope so. For the most part. Yeah, better than male. Better than with men. Yeah. When their night of intense play turns into something more, Emily and Nat can't help but pursue a connection in the real world. Unfortunately, old habits die hard, and love isn't always enough. Or is it? 
Love isn't always enough. Okay. Is someone going to get jealous? I don't know. Because she's an escort? I have no idea. So I have nothing to explain. Oh, okay. Because, well, that's not true. But this sex scene is literally the first chapter of the book. Oh. Oh, my God. But it's so long. The first sex scene. So Emily contacts this escort service Mm -hmm. where you can request a specific fantasy. Oh. And Emily's fantasy is that she gets kidnapped. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So Nat receives her file. And the scene that Mm -hmm. Emily wants is that she's driving home from work. She won't know when, but Nat is going to come and kidnap her and use the safe word unicorn (laughs) so that Emily knows that it's part of the service. And then Nat takes her to this like apartment that's paid for and spends the night with her and is Emily's mistress. Okay. Yeah. And so a lot happens before I get to the part that I picked. Uh-huh. Nat kidnaps her, obviously. Yeah. Takes her to this apartment, makes Emily give Nat an orgasm. She makes them a bath so they get clean. They're doing stuff this whole time. They go to the bedroom and there's like a full table of sex toys. Oh. And Nat makes Emily give her oral. And then Nat is like feeling things. From this woman, so like she needs a minute, so she leaves the room and leaves Emily in the room. And then that's where I'm gonna pick up is when Nat composes herself because she's like, I have this weird trust and like kind of attraction to this woman, and I've never experienced that with a client. So she like takes a second to compose herself and then she's gonna come back in the room and resume the scene. Okay. And it goes on forever, so we'll just find a natural moment to stop it. Okay, great. But Um, the scene is like 50 pages long, more. A sex scene that's 50 pages? Yeah. That's in Sanaduke. Yeah. What the hell? Everything's in explicit detail. Wow. So it's uh, pretty spicy out the right out the gate. Okay. Did you read the whole book? No. Okay. I just wonder if it's like... If it is just like this or if it's like, here's a lot of sex and then now we're going to go into like a shit ton of storytelling. Yeah, I have no idea. I read the shit ton of sex and I was like, okay, well, that's all I need to do for the podcast. (laughs) Love it. And then I read a little bit afterwards. They like, this is a spoiler, but Nat is like, do you want to spend the weekend with me free of charge? So there's probably going to be a shit ton of sex then. Okay. So sorry, there's only the two of them. Yeah. And Nat is... The sex worker. Yes. Okay. And Emily is the virgin? Emily, she's not a virgin. She just hasn't had sex in a long time, but she's like a goody two-shoes school teacher. Mm. Yeah. She's like very prim and proper. And she's like, you know what? I just need, I've saved up. I have this savings. I'm going to spend it on myself. Yeah. How expensive are escorts? It sounds like this service that uh-huh. this escort company offers is very expensive yeah because it's so in detail and personalized yeah. there's no one else in the room that helped with the kidnap it was literally just not it was just not how she, did like, she kidnap her she like so they had all the information like where emily worked and stuff and like her routine and stuff and emily didn't want to know when she was going to be kidnapped and so not just picked a time and like i think she was coming home from work Mm-hmm. And, like, went up to her car while Emily was trying to get in mm-hmm. and was like, get in your car, unicorn. Mm-hmm. And then Emily was like, oh, it's happening. 
That's actually kind of thrilling. Right? I don't think that I have a kidnapping fantasy, though, because that's actually one of my biggest fears. Yeah. So I don't really know. (laughs) Like, burglary? No. No. Kid? No. It's too real. Yeah, it is very real. Okay, anyways, let's read the sex scene. Let's read the sex scene. I'm kind of of excited. Good. Have we done anything lesbian? No. We did Delilah Green. This is true. It was very good. Yeah. Hot times. This I found this book, like, searching up on Google, like, sexiest lesbian erotica. So we'll see if it lives up to the hype. Okay. Before entering the room, she quietly placed her hand on the knob and put on her game face. It was possible that Emily was still kneeling on the floor where she had placed her, but if she wasn't, Nat needed to react swiftly and with confidence. The scene depended upon it. Taking a breath, she threw open the door and stepped inside. Emily hadn't disappointed. She wasn't where Nat had left her. She visibly startled when Nat entered the room, jumping away from the table of toys she had been perusing. Immediately, her gaze went to the place where she was supposed to be, and then she looked back at Nat, eyes widening. Her genuine surprise and confusion was so cute that Nat wanted to laugh out loud. LOL. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Moments like these made her glad she'd cultivated some respectable acting skills. Without smiling, Nat strode across the room and seized Emily's upper arm in a tight grip. She paid close attention to Emily's breathing and her body language as she squeezed, gauging her desired pain level. Emily's fantasy contained elements of BDSM, including spanking, light slapping, and verbal humiliation, but Nat didn't sense that she wanted to be hurt. Nat had worked for clients who got off on real pain, even the drawing of blood, but Emily seemed like a woman who wanted to skirt the edge of actual pain and danger, yet still feel safe. Yeah, as an escort, you must see so much. Honestly. That would be so wild. The stories that this woman has, probably. Nat was all too happy to oblige. That was her favorite way to play. Emily's lips parted and a tiny gasp escaped, making Nat shiver. The sound triggered clenching pleasure between her legs and she had to grit her teeth not to react out loud. Where are you supposed to be? Emily opened, then closed her mouth, clearly at a loss for words. Nat slapped her sharply on the bottom, and Emily yelped. She repeated, Where are you supposed to be? Over there, mistress. Emily gestured without meeting her gaze. On the ground. Like an obedient slut, isn't that right? (gasps) Hot. Turning them to face the table, Nat pressed against Emily's back and nipped at her shoulder. She pushed her hips into Emily's bare bottom, indulging in a brief moment of fantasy about strapping on her cock later. Mm. What were you looking at, slut? Tell me. Emily shivered and opened her mouth, but no words emerged. Energized by her hesitation, Nat moved forward slightly, pinning her to the table. Emily gripped the edge as she was thrown off balance. Nothing, mistress. Nothing? Deciding to toy with Emily a bit, Nat trailed a string of gentle kisses across the back of her neck. She eased away, allowing Emily to push off from the table. Really, darling? 
Well, Not, I love a good darling. Uh, darling. I really do. When a man calls you darling, but like sexually, it really gets me, gets me going. Not waiting for a response, she placed her hand on Emily's hip, slid it across her belly, then moved down to cradle between her thighs. Nothing? When Emily bit her lip and leaned back slightly, Nat kissed her throat, then tightened her grip on Emily's mound roughly. You must think I'm stupid. No, mistress. Nat used the narrow space between Emily's hips and the table to deliver a quick slap to her pussy. <gasps> hips jerking, Emily cried out in surprise. Okay, do you enjoy a pussy slap? Tell I don't me know. all about it. I've never had a pussy slap. Do you think that you would like it? I feel like I would like okay, it. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Not to hurt. Like, my ass has a different story. Yeah. Ass is a different story. But my pussy, my little, my little baby girl. Get out of here. Do not, do not reference your vagina as my little girl. I hate that. You are fired. My, you know, but like my little pussy little girl. No. No. Not allowed. You're welcome. No, I did not ask. I did ask. I don't think she can handle pain, but she can handle a little. A little. Yeah. <laughs> a little slap. A little slap. A little slappy slap. I love how awkward Dharma gets when I ask I her like very intrusive right questions. Because <laughs> we talk about many things, but never have I ever been like, do you like to spit in people's mouths while fucking? <laughs> it's a wild time. If people haven't tried that consensually. Consensual spit. You should try spitting in a man's mouth. So good. Riding on top. Making them open their mouth. It's so good. It's so... Sorry, anyways. Keep reading. (laughs) I'm getting off track. The noise lanced through Nat, filling her with heady power. She brought her lips to Emily's ear. Standing in front of a table full of sex toys and you expect me to believe you were looking at nothing? How could that be? Who would believe such a silly lie? Emily shook her head, but before she could offer an explanation, Nat pushed her against the table again and grabbed her hands, dragging them forward to trap them against the wooden surface. Bringing her mouth to Emily's ear, Nat murmured, I'm not stupid. Do you understand? (gasps) Yes, mistress. Emily's bare whisper contained a trace of fear, but her excitement was more than obvious. The scent of her arousal permeated the scant space between them, and Nat could feel slick wetness painting her skin where their lower bodies touched. See, the scent of her arousal, hot. So good. The pungent smell, disgusting. What? 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 They said this in the last episode, and if you haven't listened to it. Yeah, it was whatever the going public gay Awful. book was. Awful. Pungent. But her so bad. arousal, so good. Emily shifted, grinding her ass into Nat's hips. You're right, mistress. I'm sorry. You're sorry a lot, aren't you? Enjoying the way Emily squirmed against her, Nat waited a moment before reluctantly releasing her right hand. Show me what you were looking at. Emily hesitated before pointing at a peach-colored dildo. That, mistress. It wasn't the biggest cock on the table, but not the smallest either. Interesting. Nat knew from Emily's questionnaire that tonight would be her first experience with strap-on play. She appreciated the bold choice. Very nice. 
Tracing a fingernail down the length of Emily's arm, she said, Did you look at anything else? Emily nodded. Tell me, Nat demanded. Emily's hand shook as she picked up a leather paddle. This, mistress. <laughs> a leather paddle. Okay. You know? So you've never done that before. Side note. Side note. <laughs> Michaela, what are you writing down? I'm not writing anything down. There's nothing in my hands. <laughs> but men that are listening. <laughs> you should be writing down. <laughs> Nat didn't bother to suppress her grin this time. Is that why you disobeyed me? You want to be punished? Biting her lip, Emily turned her head to briefly meet Nat's gaze. No, mistress. But you know I need to correct you now, don't you? Emily exhaled. Of course, mistress. Oh, this is such a good game. I love it. I'm very much on board. Not really that turned on right now, but I'm on board. <laughs> She's on the ride. Yeah, yeah. Nat stepped away from the table. Come on, then. She walked to the bed and sat on the edge of the mattress, then patted her thighs. Lie across my lap. Emily's face reddened. Precious, Nat thought, considering that she was the one who had requested an over-the-knee spanking. She leered when Emily folded her arms over her bare breasts, so innocently demure. Earlier, Emily had needed reassurance, but now she seemed to need an unwavering show of strength. I'm not asking. She waited a beat. The longer you wait, girl. Since Emily's imagination would fill in the blanks better than she ever could, Nat left the threat unfinished. Emily took a tentative step forward, playing with her fingers nervously. Hesitating, she took a deep breath. Nat could practically hear her internal pep talk. After a moment, Emily threw back her shoulders, exhaled, then crawled onto the bed and across Nat's lap. God damn, Nat murmured taking a moment to survey the sensual feminine landscape of Emily's body. Her bottom was deliciously round, perfect for spanking. Nat rubbed light patterns over one cheek, then the other, drawing out the anticipation of the first blow. You're a sweet little thing, aren't you? Emily's breathing hitched. Yes, mistress. I'd use that paddle you were eyeing, except I want you to feel my hand warming your ass. I'm not going to lie. I plan on enjoying every second of this. Nat used her free hand to grip the back of Emily's neck and hold her against the mattress. Oh my god. That's um, so hot. Hello? Hold her down. Hold me down. The heat from Emily's flushed skin scorched her fingers and unleashed a surge of primal desire. Deciding to take a chance and ad-lib slightly, she issued a command from her own BDSM repertoire. Count off each blow. Okay, mistress. Now Emily's voice was a bare whisper. Delighted by the way Emily trembled under her caress, Nat drew back and delivered a firm smack with a cupped hand. The blow was meant to be felt, but not cause real pain. She would start out slow and, depending upon how Emily reacted, increase the intensity by degrees. Pleasure pain is an art. Oh, yeah. It's so specific. There are many men that I've been with that don't know the no. art. And They're they just really like, just harm you. They really just go smacking. That's all it is. Smacking yeah. around. And it just hurts. Yep. 
even like nipple play too sometimes like literally sometimes i like haven't been able to wear a shirt for like oh two God. days after yeah it just hurts it just hurts there's and no finesse no totally they're just like i watch porn and i think that this is how it works and it's just but it's it's not even sexual it's just degrading women yeah they really <laughs> go over that line <laughs> okay they really say let me show you how much i hate you yeah. as a gender yeah exactly <laughs> Emily whimpered. One. Good girl. Nat rubbed the spot she'd just slapped, then drew back to smack the other cheek. She waited for Emily's breathless two before saying, You have a lovely bottom. Thank you, mistress. Wiggling, Emily spread her legs slightly, allowing Nat to confirm that she wasn't the only one enjoying this. Pleased that Emily was beginning to relax, Nat immediately went back to the first cheek with another sharp slap. Emily flinched, but before she could call off the number, Nat spanked her again. Three, four. The words came out clipped and tense, but Emily arched her back, offering up her ass for more. Clearly, she was loving what Nat was giving her. God, Nat wanted to fuck her. So innocently pretty, such a good girl, but so responsive to rough play. She wasn't sure it was right to accept money for tonight when it was honestly fulfilling both their fantasies. Oh my god. Upping the ante with blow number five, Nat delivered a hard, stinging slap to tender skin that was already beginning to turn pink. Gasping, Emily tried to roll her hips away on instinct, but Nat kept her in place with the hand on her neck. Count, she reminded Emily in a stern voice. Five. The quaver in Emily's voice hinted at tears. She remained silent and stoic, resting obediently over Nat's lap, but it was clear that the last smack had been intense. Time to work on heightening Emily's arousal. The more turned on she was, the easier it would be to receive physical punishment. Nat slipped her hand between Emily's thighs, dragging two fingers up over her drenched folds. You're wet. She brought her hand to Emily's mouth taste what a good position over the lap so many opportunities so many things to discover <laughs> i love oh. like feeling a hard dick in my chest <laughs> on my belly button right nestled yeah emily took nat's fingers between her lips leaving them with the warm tongue that nat so vividly remembered inside her when nat withdrew emily said thank you mistress Nat returned to Emily's pussy without answering. She spread her swollen labia open, traced the intricate contours of her sex, then teased her thoroughly without venturing inside or lingering on her impressively erect clit. Emily, Ooh, an erect clit. An erect clit. I think I've, that's the first erect clit we've ever had. I've never thought of a clit as being erect. But the penis does come from the clit. This is true. So, I mean, it does make sense. It does get, like, engorged, and it's, like, a little bit harder. So, like, yeah, sure. Erect. Yeah, I feel like maybe, like, swollen or, yeah, engorged might be a better word. I really don't associate women with erect anything. No. So, it even when they say it for nipples, like, erect, I'm just like, no. No. It's not even, like, a pretty word. No. We don't need it. Her taut nipples. Distended. <laughs> Distended nipples. Puckered. Puckered, that's a good one. No. You should be a smut writer. You know, but I can't. I'm <laughs> She's illiterate. She's illiterate. 
Emily had asked her to have her orgasm withheld, a form of torture not personally couldn't stand, but took perverse delight in delivering. Mm. Why the fuck are you so wet? Gently, Nat captured Emily's labia and gave the slick flesh a light tug. Do you like being punished? Emily hesitated. No. No, mistress. Nat released her, pulling back to rain down four hard slaps on Emily's bottom, alternating from cheek to cheek. You're lying, aren't you? Coming up on her elbows, Emily glanced back over her shoulder and met Nat's eyes. Dark and needy, Emily's shone with unshed tears. Six, seven, eight, nine. Are you being smart again? Nat hardened her tone even as she rubbed Emily's bottom to soothe the pain. No, mistress. I'm counting. <gasps> she couldn't let herself grin, even if she did appreciate Emily Parker's sass. Staying in character, Nat narrowed her eyes and rumbled, Spread your fucking legs, slut. You know what? I love it. I love this. I'm so here for it. We love we love a little degradation. Yes. Like, actually, though, if it's with a man that I respect. Yes. I'm like, sure, degradation. If it's me. with a man we know doesn't actually mean it. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that is the thing, isn't it? True to her own submissive role, Emily lowered her head to rest against the mattress again before slowly easing her thighs apart. Yes, mistress. Count these. Without preamble, Nat pushed two fingers into Emily's snug opening. She stopped when she was buried as deep as she could go, reveling in Emily's surprised moan. When it became clear that Emily wasn't going to do as she'd asked, Nat said, That was one. She pulled out and thrust back inside harder this time. And two. Two, Emily echoed. Mistress. Clever girl. Nat murmured, then pressed into her again. Three. Emily brought her hands up to cover her face as Nat continued to fuck her. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. By the end of the series of deep, deliberate strokes, Emily was whimpering with pleasure. Nat pulled out and unleashed a flurry of slaps across both buttocks. <gasps> Crying out, Emily brought her hands down and tried to protect her sensitive flesh. Nat reacted without hesitation, capturing Emily's wrists in her free hand and holding them against her waist. She followed up with only two more smacks, then paused to make sure Emily was still with her. Do you like being punished? Nat repeated. Emily struggled within her grasp before sagging in defeat. Yes, mistress. Bad girl. Nat slapped her lightly, low on her bottom, her fingers making wet contact with Emily's labia. Emily jerked in surprise. What kind of woman enjoys being taken over a stranger's knee and spanked like this? Nat tapped her pussy again, hard enough to startle but not to cause real pain. Her fingers came away, coated in Emily's slick juices. Juices! Juices! <laughs> slurp, slurp! <laughs> Nat let go of Emily's wrists so she could spread her open with both hands, exposing engorged pink flesh and thrillingly abundant wetness. Engorged. Engorged. You deserve every last thing I'm going to do to you tonight. 
I know, mistress. Thighs quaking, Emily pressed her hips down on Nat's lap as though seeking friction. Oh, do you want to come? Nat spanked her hard once, then followed up with multiple lighter slaps. Is that what your body is telling me? What happened to the girl who couldn't take off her clothes for me, who I had to force into her car against her will? She slipped her hand between Emily's thighs, pushing her thumb inside her opening and gliding her fingers up to press against her hard clit. <gasps> Where did that good girl go? Oh my god. <laughs> this is so intense. It's very intense. It's so, it's just so clear. Yeah. And not gross. Yeah. It's dirty, but it's yeah. not icky. Yeah. Emily bucked against her hand, pumping her hips as though hoping to encourage Nat to fuck her again. They really are using all the words. So, literally, the thesaurus was out full force. Buck. Pumping. Pumpin', gliding. Gliding. Engorged. <laughs> hard. Erect. So many things. So many words. Then she stilled. I don't know, mistress. The vulnerability in her words threatened to loosen Nat's control on her character. Usually it wasn't hard to stay in a scene. With Emily, Nat couldn't stop worrying about how she was feeling, if she was okay. It was less like being with a client and more like caring deeply for a lover. Oh my god, she's catching feelings. Ooh, not the feels. Not allowing herself to dwell on thoughts that could upset her professionalism, Nat soldiered on. She rubbed the pads of her fingers over Emily's slippery clit, circling the tip of her thumb inside her opening. Fuck my hand. <gasps> fuck my hand like you want me to fuck you. Oh my god. <laughs> Nat just really knows. Michaela's shooketh. I really am. I'm at a loss for words because it's just so perfect. Like, Nat knows. Nat she, just knows. She knows all the secrets. Well, she's a professional. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's the reason. Maybe we should just be having sex with professionals. Okay, get us the number. Yeah, but I don't want to pay. <laughs> <laughs> We're I don't poor. Pay. <laughs> but then, like, what a... Amazing. You would know that they're, like, STD tested and yeah. approved. <laughs> approved? Stamp <laughs> of approval? And, <laughs> and, like, are safe to be around. And that the fact that they're being hired to pleasure you mm -hmm. guarantees that you're going to be pleasured. Exactly. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And there's that level of vulnerability that is allowed when it's like a job. Totally. You know? Yeah. Because you know they're not going to take advantage of you. She could feel Emily's embarrassment as she began rocking her hips. At first, her movements were self-conscious, but soon enough, Emily jerked against Nat with unabashed enthusiasm, clearly building towards climax. Nat slapped her ass hard with her other hand, drawing out a throaty moan. Don't you dare come. Nat gave her an extra hard smack when she stopped abruptly. Don't you dare stop, either. Show me what a nasty, horny slut you are. Oh my god, use all the words! Use them all! <laughs> Emily pushed herself up on her elbows again, riding Nat's hand in measured rhythm. Nat angled her thumb to penetrate Emily deeper and wiggled her fingertips in lazy patterns over Emily's labia and clit. Keening, Emily pumped her hips madly before freezing mid-thrust, her entire body trembling. Nat delivered a swift, heavy smack that made Emily choke out a gasp. I told you not to stop. 
Yes, mistress. Emily remained tense. I know, mistress, but if I keep doing that, I'll come, and you told me not to do that either. She hung her head. I don't want to disobey you, I swear. Nat believed her completely. She pulled her hand from Emily's pussy and, unable to resist, licked her fingers clean. <gasps> Emily tasted delicious in a way that didn't surprise her in the least. Nat is obsessed. Nat is <laughs> fucking obsessed with her. Oh my god. Dead. She couldn't wait to sample her flavor straight from the source. Nat gave her one more swat on the behind. Stand up. Emily rushed to obey, nearly losing her balance as she struggled to her feet. She stood in front of Nat with her eyes lowered to the ground, her face nearly as pink as her ass. When she laced her fingers in front of her trimmed thatch of curls, the delightful show of vulnerability stirred Nat's darkest lust. Did you see the anal toys on that table? Blinking rapidly, Emily shot to attention. Yes, mistress. Choose one and bring it to me. Don't forget the bottle of lube. <gasps> I won't, mistress. Emily swallowed, then turned to approach the table with obvious trepidation. Even before learning that Emily had no prior experience with anal penetration, Nat had decided to offer her a range of options. Unless she knew that a new client was particularly adventurous, she preferred to allow them the opportunity to determine their own limits for the first encounter. I love this. That not only made her client more comfortable, but often the choice revealed vital information she could use to her advantage. As Emily studied the selection of toys, Nat tilted her head and admired the red handprints she'd left on her luscious bottom. She was a sucker for a nice ass, and Emily's was perfection. She couldn't wait to run her tongue over every dip and curve to make Emily squirm. Given the chance, Nat would worship her ass with a level of devotion she suspected Emily couldn't conceive of. She'd happily do it for free. Wow. Emily turned and caught her staring. She hid her smile when Nat hardened her expression, then quickly lowered her gaze to the floor. Clearing her throat, Nat said, Bring it here. Emily crossed the room and handed her the bottle of lube and a slim purple plug. Once again, not the biggest on the table, but not the smallest. Nice choice. Thank you, mistress. Back on my lap, Nat said, patting her thighs. Emily crawled into place without hesitation. She folded her arms on the mattress and rested her head upon them, then took a deep breath. This will be easier if you relax, Nat reminded her and waited for her to exhale. She uncapped the bottle of lube. Spread yourself open for me. Emily obeyed. Though she couldn't see her face, Nat imagined she was closing her eyes as she gripped her buttocks and exposed her puckered opening to the cool air. Puckered. So good. <laughs> Pouring a generous amount of lube onto her fingers, Nat rubbed them together to warm the thick liquid, then carefully stroked the tight ring of muscle. She probed at her cautiously thrilled to find her open and receptive to the gentle invasion of her fingertip to the first knuckle. She used her free hand to stroke Emily's blonde hair. You're doing so well, darling. Okay, so Emily is the blonde on the cover. She okay. sure is. Nat has a shaved head. 
Oh my god. <laughs> that is so hot. That's like this butch lesbian woman with a shaved head. Yes. So good. That's so hot. Yes. Deciding not to reprimand Emily for forgetting to use her title, Nat slid in deeper. Emily groaned and rocked back onto her finger, taking her all the way. Chuckling, Nat withdrew, then pressed back inside. You sure you've never done this before? Yes, mistress. So you're just a natural at taking it in the ass? Nat tightened her fingers in Emily's hair and tugged. Time to unleash some of the harder language Emily had requested to see how it would be received. Harder language? <gasps> Look at you, cunt dripping, fucking my finger like a goddamn anal whore. Despite her rough language, she kept her thrusts slow and gentle, allowing Emily to set the pace with her counter motion. Nasty little bitch. I'm trying to, like, say it rough, like (laughs) Matt would. Yeah. (laughs) I can see it. You're trying real hard. It's good. I'm channeling my inner butch lesbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing great, sweetie. Thank you so much. (laughs) Emily moaned loudly, unrelenting in her wanton movements. Yes, mistress. Are you ready for something bigger? Nat withdrew her finger to the tip, released Emily's hair to squeeze more lube onto her hand, then pressed back in with two fingers. She moved torturously slow, pleased that Emily was still relaxed. Sure you are, darling. Ask for something bigger. May I? May I have something bigger, mistress? Of course you may, you fucking slut. Nat removed her fingers, squirting still more lube on the slim plug Emily had chosen. And you'll keep it there until I make you come. Emily's breathing stuttered as Nat swirled the lubricated tip of the toy around her anus. Yes, mistress, she whispered. Nat bit her lip as she pushed the toy inside. She darted her gaze to Emily's shoulders, her hands, the back of her head, trying to monitor her reaction to the penetration. Anal sex could quickly turn unpleasant, especially for the uninitiated, and she wanted this to be a positive, pleasurable experience from start to finish. Does that feel good? The truth. So good, mistress. Emboldened by the naked desire in Emily's throaty voice, Nat drove the plug in as deep as it could go. You took that like a naughty girl, didn't you? This is so good. And this is our first time with um, butt plug stuff. It sure is. It sure is. It sure is. You got that right. Butt plugs are were sent from God. <laughs> I've said. never used one. They're great. So I can't speak to it. Just really funny that we like recently read that two male sex scene and like literally none of this happened. There was no, no foreplay. There was no prepping of any sorts. He just slammed his dick into his ass. He just like made the other person feel ashamed. Yeah, laughed, laughed at, him. at him. And then shoved his dick in his ass. Yeah, it was so unrealistic. Yeah. This, love it. It's lubing me up. Like, and it's doing such a good job because I'm not, like, I, I'm really not, I, I see like female beauty, but I'm not like dying to have sex with a woman. Yeah. But I am in it to win it with this scene. And I think that that's such... A, a good tell sign of amazing writing. Totally. We're rooting for them. Yeah. It's so hot. Good job, Megan. 
Megan O'Brien. I, I keep looking at the picture of her on the back while you're reading. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. It's really like the tiniest little picture. <laughs> it's so funny. She brushed Emily's hands away from her bottom, then gave each cheek a firm swat. Emily cried out in surprise, no doubt feeling every inch of the toy. Stand up. Emily stumbled as she got to her feet. She stood stiffly, clearly trying to acclimate to the unfamiliar sensation of the silicone plug inside her. Her face was flushed, her hair tussled and wild. Nat recognized the desperate, clouded look in her eyes, the fog of sex that had settled over her. Emily Parker needed to come, and she needed to come now. Nat's nostrils flared at the heady power of being the one who could grant Emily the release she so clearly craved. She stood and pointed at the bed. Lie on your back. As Emily rushed to comply, Nat walked to the table to retrieve a set of fur-lined wrist cuffs. Ooh. And raise your hands. Oh my god, how many things they got going on here? Literally everything. This is wild. She came prepared. Where are they? In an apartment that is paid for by the escort surface. Okay. When she turned around with the restraints in hand, the sight of Emily spread out on the bed, naked and so very unguarded, brown eyes dewy with trust, struck her dumb, and she suddenly, uncharacteristically became nervous. Her breath caught in her throat, her heart began to race, and for the first time in her professional life, she faltered and nearly broke character. Oh my god. God damn. Was this performance anxiety? <gasps> she wanted to please Emily. Like, really wanted to, in a way that went beyond taking pride in her work. She wanted to make Emily's whole body shake with pleasure, to give her the best sex of her life. She needed to feel as though she'd earned the money she no longer even wanted to accept. The night might have started as a simple business transaction, but she couldn't deny that it had turned at least a little personal. She wanted to fuck this woman, and she wanted Emily to always remember how it felt. Emily fidgeted, breaking Nat out of her stupor. Straightening, she put on her game face and strode to the bed, raising the cuffs in the air so Emily could see. She refused to come across as anything other than a compassionate but firm professional. Emily hadn't paid for the privilege of having a sex worker develop an adolescent crush on her, and letting her silly infatuation be known would certainly put a damper on an evening Emily had spent a lot of money to enjoy. Sitting on the edge of the bed, Nat took Emily's wrist and fitted it inside a cuff. Rather than avoid Emily's gaze, she stared directly into her eyes. She projected powerful, unrelenting strength, just as Emily's fantasy required. Predictably, to her relief, Emily submissively shifted her attention to her wrists as Nat tied them to the corners of the headboard. Once she had Emily secured, Nat grasped her chin tightly. Not going anywhere now, are you? No, mistress, Emily whispered. She gave one wrist a subtle shake as though testing her bonds. Nat laughed, releasing Emily's chin. She flicked her hand across the tip of Emily's breast, slapping a rock-hard nipple. Moaning, Emily arched her back and tugged harder against the cuffs. Try to get away. 
Nat slapped her other breast, drawing out a breathless, excited cry that made her clit throb. Do it, slut. Try to get away from me before I really punish you. She slapped her twice more, once on each breast. Emily began to struggle against her restraints, nostrils flaring and legs kicking. In one of her more personal answers on the agency's questionnaire, Emily had revealed that her fantasies were driven by a deep need to have control taken away in a situation where she felt safe. Their safe word, unicorn, ensured her security. Nat's job was to make Emily feel powerless in a way that fulfilled her most secret desires. I think that everyone should have a safe word. No matter what, no matter if you're having the most vanilla sex ever, mm-hmm. whatever that means to you, everyone should have a safe word. Yes. You could be having just like missionary, run-of-the-mill, chill old people sex. Yep. Not that mis- missionary can be great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like sometimes you're not mentally in it. It doesn't even have to be a physical thing. It could just be like, I'm not mentally okay right now. Totally. We got to stop. And then also I feel like the safe word gives room for there to be exploration without worrying if the other person will like it because it gives Mm -hmm. the other person agency to say let's take a breath totally you know yeah and just because you do have a safe word doesn't mean that everything's on the table like you should still have conversations about things and what you like totally um safe words yeah Asking her to try to escape was the perfect way to drive home the fact that she was at Nat's mercy. From the way Emily's chest began heaving and her movement became erratic, Nat could see that she'd gotten the message. Now it was time to stop her panic. Grabbing Emily's shoulders, Nat pinned her against the bed and stopped her upper body struggle. Emily continued to kick her legs until Nat shifted trapping Emily under the weight of her naked, painfully aroused body. Ignoring her whimper of defeat, Nat slipped her thigh between Emily's and grinned at the feeling of slick juices coating her skin. Slick juices! (laughs) You're not going anywhere, Nat murmured. Seeing real anxiety in Emily's eyes, she bent to kiss one corner of her mouth, then the other. You look so frightened but I'm willing to bet that if I uncuffed you right now, dressed you, and offered you a ride home. She rocked her hips into Emily's, and Emily mirrored her movement. Well, what would you say? Emily drew her lips into a thin line. Nat sensed her hesitation and thrust against her again. Exhaling, Emily whispered, I would say no thank you, mistress. Because you want to be fucked? Emily turned her head to the side and closed her eyes. Nat stared, fascinated, at the play of emotion across her beautiful face. Yes, mistress. Say it. I want to be fucked. Taking Emily's chin in her hand, Nat returned her head to its original position. Then she slapped her cheek, just hard enough to startle Emily into opening her eyes. See, I don't think I like a face slap. Face slap is a little too intense. Yeah, I can do a face tap. I do that to men all the time. After sex, I roll over and I just give them a little tap on the cheek like, good job. Good job. (laughs) And they always hate it. Of course they (laughs) do. Every single one of Of them. Of course they do. Welcome to our lives being condescended to. It's demeaning. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I Face slap, nah. Face slap is a little too much. Yeah. Slap my tit instead. Yeah, you can slap anything else. A face. It's then. Then it's not sexual anymore. Yeah, it's a little too personal. Yeah. Look at me, Nat said. Look at me and say it again. 
Nat regretted the command as soon as she uttered it, because when Emily stared up at her, into her, more like, the intensity in her eyes threatened to derail Nat completely. Beneath her, Emily seemed to relax. I want you to fuck me, mistress. It took Nat the span of a couple of breaths to switch her brain back on. She blinked, then released Emily's chin, caressing the side of her face instead. Instinct screamed at her to kiss Emily, because she had never wanted someone this badly without giving in to the urge to connect in that most intimate way. She rarely kissed clients, yet she'd already succumbed once tonight. Earlier it had been to reassure Emily, but now there was no reason to go back for more except to satisfy her own desire. Mistress, Emily whispered. Her eyes burned with the same hunger that gnawed at Nat's belly. Nat lowered her head and pressed her lips to Emily's. The breathy moan that met her and the warm, wet bliss of Emily's tongue coming out to greet her chased away any thought of holding back. Nat moved her hands to Emily's hair, stroking reverently as she luxuriated in the decadent pleasure of kissing a sweet, beautiful woman. Oh my god, what a... What? what it's so cute it's just nice it i feel like this scene is like the perfect mix of like dirty and like nasty but also like soft and caring Mm -hmm. yeah maybe that's what a lot of these sort of genre of smut scenes it i think that that's what's missing with men yeah it's just very like aggressive and it's fun and i love it but i think of like your dad will do there was there was no kindness in that scene it was just no not during the scene no the kindness always usually comes in the aftercare mm-hmm. but i feel like there's something to be said for kindness during the scene yeah. as well because i feel like it makes the not kind parts more potent mhm But maybe it's not because they're lesbians. Maybe it's because it's a professional and and like she knows how to now we need to step it back a little and like soft smacks now. Yeah, exactly. And it's a lot in her brain where she's like, yeah, beautiful woman. Yeah. I'm going to end it there. End of sex scene. Love it. I feel very satisfied. I'm very, very satisfied. So basically Mm -hmm. after what happens with this, Mm -hmm. it switches to Emily's perspective. Love it. And then... Nat fucks her with a cock. I assumed as much. And then she comes. And then she comes. And then Nat, Mm -hmm. at the end of the sex scene, Nat is the one that says the safe word. Oh. Because Nat is like, I'm feeling too many feelings towards you. And I need to take a step back. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Emily's like, what? And then Nat is like, I'm going to be honest. We're breaking scene. I'm obsessed with you. Spend the weekend with me. Oh, my God. Go buy this book and read it. This book is hot. So hot. I think that it would get anyone off. Anyone. Straight women, lesbian females, straight men, probably not gay men. But But honestly, who knows? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. But I think it would literally get everyone off this. It's well written. It's concise. It's like classic smut material, classic smut words, but not grossly used. It's also such a long sex scene. Yeah, that's what you want. What's up with this damn book cover? I don't know. I don't but know who. <laughs> it's hot. This book is hot. The cover is not, but. But yeah. Good oh on you, God. Megan. What? Megan and her partner, Angie, share their lives with an amazing son, two dogs, three cats, and assorted fish, reptiles, and even a tarantula. Assorted fish. <laughs> I am jealous of your life, Megan. That's so cute. She's living. Oh my God. She's living. 
Um, okay, what are we, what are we rating this? I want to say like maybe like a like a seven or eight or an eight. Yeah, I was thinking an eight. I feel like it's very solid. I felt turned on. I don't feel like hot and bothered. Like I can't be in this room. Yeah. Um. So it's not a 10 capacity, no. but good job. Good job. I think people should read this. I would recommend it. And I think because there's so much bang for your buck. Exactly. Look at that real estate she took up. She said <laughs> sex. It's just good, solid smut. It's solid smut. But it's not like beautiful smut. Like, I don't, no, it's I'm not, not like erotica. swept away by it. Yeah. No. Yeah, this is true. It's the difference. This it's- is smut. It's not erotica. Well, good job, Megan. Um, For all the people listening, let us know how you feel. We post things every episode on our Instagram so you can go and comment. And we always do like fun little polls. And there's always a who'd you do after every episode. And they're chaotic. After the first episode, we did who'd you do STD edition. Crabs won. Um. Love this. (laughs) King Crabs. Also, if you just want more of our content, you should all join our Patreon. The link is in the bio of our Instagram. Also, just search us up on Patreon and find Mm -hmm. us. You get a full extra episode a week, Mm -hmm. which you get to vote which book that is for. And um, you just get to talk with us always. And you get bloopers this season. This season, you get bloopers from every single episode that we ever record. It's just, it's the season of unhinged. Literally. Ness. So we said <laughs> bloopers, it is. Um, you should also all follow us on our Instagram at Not Mother's Book Club. And you can send us an email to notmothersbookclub at gmail.com um, just with your suggestions or like love letters, proposals, wills, sin numbers. Mothers, maiden names. Yeah, yeah. First dog. Nudes. Favorite nephew. (laughs) (laughs) Name of your high school. Eligible bachelors. Yes. And you should also follow our TikTok because we're idiots. It's um, at (laughs) Not Your Mother's Book Club. (laughs) You got it. We're going to leave you with with this thought. If you could fuck any sort of person. If you could fuck any emergency response person. What would it be? Oh, that's so hard. Firefighter, paramedic, police officer, nurses. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) What else is there? I don't even know. That is such a hard question. Right? I want to say my top two Mm -hmm. are paramedic and firefighter. Yeah. I think it's a firefighter for me. I think so, too. Paramedic is a really close second. It is because knowledge. Knowledge and fucking mouth-to-mouth baby. (laughs) (laughs) And those pants? Yeah, they got little uniforms so tight on their pants. They do have a good little uniform moment. Butt butts. Yeah. So, Um, um, But firefighters really can just throw you around. They really can toss me what i want basket toss me into fire (laughs) don't even save me don't even throw me me in there throw me inside the fire yeah yeah. anyways that's it bye bye